0: good afternoon everybody happy 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 Wednesday God is still on the throne he sits high and he does what he looks down low what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and grief to bear He wants to take all of our grief and he wants to bear it but we don't we don't allow him that opportunity to do it because we don't take it to him, we don't cast it over on him. He wants to take it. And I don't know about you, but I am going to practice even the more casting all of my burdens, all of my grief over unto the Lord. I'm so thankful today because simply, you're able to hear my voice. I'm able to speak. I still know who God is. We need to begin to even the more Thank God for the small things. The the things that we look at as small, but they're really big. The fact that we're still here. We just get up every morning and we just go about our day, but we never stop to think that if it had not been for God deciding to allow us to open our eyes, we wouldn't be able to fuss, cuss, cause a ruckus, be upset, be angry. Uh, be a disgruntled employee, be a hostile, a hostile spouse, be upset with our children sometimes for no reason, be angry and upset with our neighbor because they parked two inches too close to us or they parked in our driveway and didn't ask. All kinds of things that we don't think about that God didn't have, that he just does not have to do, he doesn't allow. But we just go we just go about our busy day and we don't even stop to think about, you know, I, I think I need to be just a little bit more grateful. And if you got that under control, if you feel like you are thankful to God enough, well then kudos to you. I clap my hands to you. Congratulations. But I know for me I haven't reached that mark where I'm giving God all of his praise, all of his honor. Yeah, I give it to him, but I'm, I, you know, I call myself blonde, but I am not that blonde where I don't know that I will never be able to thank God, just alone for who he is. So I'm grateful today. I want to say to you real quickly, um, I'm not a news fanatic. I don't watch the news on a regular basis. I don't, you know, that's just never been my cup of tea. But I will say that I have recently heard over the last few days about this Kreflo Dollar thing. Didn't know anything about it. I just thought it was something that was old that you know I just happened to stumble upon. But come to find out, he's made this public declaration stating that he had been wrong all this time about what the thing that has made him most popular—money. Being known for a prosperity, being known for being a prosperity teacher. So he's, and I've only watched just a little bit of it. So forgive me if I don't know the whole story, but just, I'm going to give you what the amount of the story that I know. So he makes this public declaration saying that he's been wrong about his teaching on tithing. And so the more I listened, I thought, well, first of all, of course he got bashed saying give the people back their money and would that be a nice thing for him to do I guess he could try to do it but I think it would be an epic fail I don't think he'll ever be able to give all of the people back the money that he, that the church has taken in or that has been given to him by whatever whatever you know means that they gave it to him how they gave it to him what kind of service it was in that they gave it to him I don't know But I don't think he would ever be able to repay the people back for giving money to him or his ministry. And they gave it out of wrong information that was given to them by him. So it pays to read the word of God for yourself. It pays to study the word of God for yourself. Ask for Divine revelation and divine revelation can be different than than what you read Six months ago six months ago. You could have read see spot run Spot runs really fast and you've been reading it for six months But when you read it in that seventh month You get an eye-opening experience. You say oh now I know what it means when it says see spot run spot runs really fast and to me that is what I call divine revelation it, it, you know when God gives you that insight that you have not gotten and you may have read something 16 times so I guess maybe for him maybe he had a divine revelation moment I do not know but I will say this aside of all of the bashing that he is getting I feel like that it took courage it had to take courage. It had to take it had to take just, if it was just a teaspoonful of humility it had to take some because he's declaring to the world that hey, I messed up. I messed up. And so now what I think is that, okay so do we put all the blame on him? No. Because the Bible clearly states that we are to study the Word of God for ourselves. So that people took what he said and said, okay, this is correct, because why the pastor said it? Well, if, if you respect your pastor, that's a good thing, you're supposed to. But you're also supposed to remember that the same blood, the same skin, the same way that God took his time and made your pastor is the same time that he took to make you which means that he didn't make the pastor or your leader any he didn't make them out of any more love and time and patience than he did with you. He took the same time, the same love to create all of us so that means that number one He loves us all because he created us all. And then number two, number two, we must remember that the pastor is human. Our leaders, they're human. And they are subject to error. They are subject to get it wrong. They are subject to get up behind the pulpit, behind the podium, whatever platform they have. And they are subject to make a mistake. But guess what? Don't get all turned around about that. Don't get all taken aback by that. That's okay. That is really okay. If your pastor makes a mistake, that's okay. This is what I say. As long as the mistake was really an innocent uh, innocent mistake as far as teaching the people where they they taught something and they really did think that they were teaching it correctly. But then they come and they find out, oh man, that's not what that meant. God really gave me the, the revelation of what that meant. And they come and they admit the mistake and they correct it and they, they bring the correct teaching. Then that's, that's. I believe that that's in order. I don't think you should railroad your pastor because they made a mistake in their teaching. Now let me say this about Creflo Dollar. If he, the same with him. If he taught and he really did think that his teaching was correct because, dig this, only God really knows what's in his heart. Only God knows what's in his heart. Only God knows sincerely if he was teaching that before the people and he really thought that it was God. Only God really knows what he was thinking when he was teaching it. If he was thinking, yes, I'm teaching the people, I'm giving them the word, and the church is going to grow because of it, thank you, God, that you have given me the platform to teach the people. Or if he was thinking, well, now I'm just going to read this to them, and if they don't take the time to go and study it for themselves, hey, that's on them because the the word clearly tells them to study it for themselves. Now, if they want to believe this and they want to bring their tithes here, then, hey, that I, my hands, I throw my hands up. Only God knows, only God knows if his motive, if his spirit was right when he taught that all of these years. But I will say this, he made a statement. He said, I might lose some friends. I might lose some, you know, I, I don't know if he said members, but I think he did say, I know I'm probably going to lose some friends. I might lose some friends. And he probably meant, I think he probably meant pastors and, and big famous worldwide you know, leaders who are popular for being on TVN and Word Network and all of this and YouTube and whatever. But you know what? It is better to obey God than man. And I don't care what platform I stand on. I don't care if it's if it's with my family, on my job, within the church, in the community, in Walmart, whatever platform God gives me. I am supposed to believe 100% what that word says, and I'm supposed to stand on it, and I am not supposed to back down from it. I am supposed to live out that word the way that God tells Keisha to live out that word. And if it steps on some toes, if it steps on my neighbor's toes, if it steps on my family's toes, I, it, it just, it, your toes just have to be stepped on. Because why would anyone who is, anyone who is a, a son or a daughter of God be upset with us for knowing the truth, for promoting the truth, For living the truth and believing the truth. And let me say this. If I'm not against tithing, I'm not against it. I'm for it. I've never said I was against tithing. But my thing is, teach tithing the correct way. So would God tell us to teach tithing the correct way? Or would he tell us to teach tithing so that the church can have a million dollars in the bank? No, he's going to say teach tithing the correct way teach it with balance teach it with love teach it with the authority with the, my truth supporting you that's what god is going to say so never been against tithing i'm all for tithing but i have read and i have studied it for myself that it is not mandatory you are not cursed if you don't tithe but it's a good thing if you do it's a plus it's just it's it's just more Blessings added to you if you tithe, but if you don't, you're definitely not cursed with a curse. So that's good news. Why would anybody want to say, Well, if you don't tithe, you're cursed with a curse? Why would you want to say that if the Bible and studying it says something different? Why? So if you have a moment, Go in Google search or YouTube search, Preflow Dollars, um, his his uh, declaration about tithing, his error in teaching tithing. And then just let God minister, let God minister his truth to you. Because, you know, life is short and then we die. And we don't want to live this life in any anything that's not true, anything that's not totally uh, totally from the Word of God we don't want to teach things without balance because I I think I read in a book somewhere where it says God doesn't like things when they're not balanced so just you know everything that I give I give out of love because I know that tithing is really really big it's like a really big issue it's a really big issue but maybe God sent Creflo Dollar during this time that we're in this season, that we're in in the world with everything happening, where he sent him to give his statement, his apology, because God no longer wanted people to be misled and misguided about what the word clearly says about tithing. And I think, I think, this is my opinion, that sometimes churches teach that if you don't tithe, you're cursed. I think they teach that, some people, I think they teach it out of fear, and they teach it because it's a lack of their faith, because if they say, well, you know what, what if a lot of churches started from this moment, they let Creflo Dollar's declaration shed light on their hearts, shed light on their ministries, and they stood up and said, you know what, if you've been tithing, that's great. But if you decide not to tithe anymore, you're not gonna be cursed. You're not gonna be cursed. You give as, as God has blessed you to be able to give. You give it cheerfully, you give it freely, and we are going to trust God and continue to watch the church grow. I wonder what would happen to all of these millions of churches. Not just local churches, not just churches in Houston and Dallas and Atlanta, but worldwide. What would happen if every church took that declaration? I believe that God would be, I believe that he would be pleased. Why? For one reason, and that is the word of God is now being given in the true light, which is the word of God, which he has always wanted his word to be given in. So that's just my, that's just my heart. That's just how I feel because I don't like to be, I don't like to see anybody misled. I don't like to see anybody live, you know, live in a falsehood. And again, not against tithing. If you're tithing and you enjoy tithing, keep on doing it. But I'm saying this loud and I'm saying it godly proud. If you are tithing and you feel like you are being raked across the coals, if you don't tithe, that is bondage. That is bondage. Let me tell you, whatever offering that I give, I give it freely. I give it cheerfully. I put it to the side and i wait. I can't wait until Sunday comes to put it in my envelope and give it. Sometimes, sometimes I give a little bit more. Sometimes I give a little bit less. But whatever I give, I give it cheerfully because God has blessed me to be able to give it. And I would not take it back because I can't beat God giving. So, you all be blessed, know that I love you, it is an honor to share the word of God, to share truth, when people admit their mistakes, when they admit that they're flawed, that's a good thing, that is a good thing. So, pass this podcast to two people that you know need a word of encouragement and just a little bit of redirection where money is concerned in the church and then do something kind for somebody today just because. Know that better, greater is sooner, not later. Surrender your life to Christ. If you're backslidden, come on back over to the other side. I love you, and until next time, bye-bye.